This is a Dalina University production. Welcome to the first grammar lesson of Arabic 1. During Arabic 1, you're going to have 14 of these grammar lessons. During these lessons, we're going to go through the grammar or a simplified version of the grammar that you can read in the grammar book as well. Today, we're going to work with the Arabic alphabet, or the first part of the Arabic alphabet, and also the vowels and some other signs that you will need in order to be able to read and write. There are 28 letters in the Arabic alphabet. One of them is only a vowel. The, for the rest of them, 27 can work as consonants and 3 can work as consonants and vowels. There are also 3 short vowels um, to correspond with the long vowels. And the short ones can be added on top or under the letters. We're going to see that um, in a second. Arabic is written from right to left and there are no big or small letters, just one type of letters to learn. Most of the letters can be joined together, so when you write a word you start at the beginning and then you don't lift the pen until you come to the end of the word. Um, three vowel sounds that we just talked about are A, U, and I. So we have a sound like A, a sound like U, and a sound like E. Now these ones can be long or short. The long vowels are just like normal letters, just like we're used to in English or Swedish for example. The short vowels however are added as little signs on top of the letters or under the letters. The, uh, as we can see here, the short U sound is called a dhamma. If we have a look at the right part of the picture, um, we can see the sign of the dhamma. The short E sound is called Kesra and is written like a little dash under the letter. And the short A sound is called a Fatha and it's written like a little dash on top of the letter. There is also a fourth sign which is called a sukun, and it's like a small circle that you add on top of the letter. This sign is there to signify that on this letter we do not need a vowel. We're not reading ba, ba, we're not reading bu, bu, and we're not reading bi, bi, but just b, just a b sound. So, if we look at the word on the screen, we have first a D with a fat on top. So, we have a D-A, and then we have an R 
with a circle on top, with a sukun on top, meaning that there's no letter, no vowel here, and then a b at the end. So we read d a r b, darb. The long vowels have the same sound as the short ones, but longer, about three or four times longer. So we have a long A sound, a long U sound, and a long E sound. Now, in order for these letters to be pronounced as vowels, they need to come after a letter carrying the same short vowel as them themselves are. So for a U to be pronounced as a U, we need a little Dhamma, a short U vowel, in front of it. And the same for the E sound. Otherwise, the two last ones, the long U sound, the wow, and the long E sound, the ya, are pronounced like consonants. So we have a wow, a W, and we have a ya, like the English Y. A is always an A, um, however it can carry the other vowels and in those cases be pronounced as an A, E or U. Um, we said before that there are no big or small letters, there are no capital letters in Arabic. But, even though that's a relief, um, a letter in Arabic can still have three different shapes, depending on where it is in the word. Um, it can be it at the beginning of a word, of course, and then it has one shape. In the middle of a word, it has a second shape, and at the end of a word, a third shape. And the third shape, at the end of a word, is usually the same as when the letter is freestanding, when it stands on its own. Now, some letters change a lot between these three positions, but luckily it's only three or four of them. The others are fairly easy to recognize, and some, especially the ones we're going to look at today, don't really change their shape at all. The first group of letters we're going to look at is a group like that. These groups, this group of letter cannot connect to anything that comes after. If a letter comes before and it's a connector, it can be connected to these letters, but after them we always always need a space. So these six letters are important to remember. They cannot be connected to anything that comes after. The first letter is also the first letter of the alphabet and the name of the letter is Alif. The sound is a normal A sound like we're used to in English or in Arabic as in apple or alphabet. If we have a look at the three words written in the middle we can see the position of Alif when it's in the beginning, in the middle, and at the end. As you can see, 
it's not connected to anything that comes after it. However, as in the last example, where it says Lina, it can be connected to a letter that comes before it, if that letter is a connector. The next letter is called Dal. It's pronounced like a normal English D, as in does or did. D works in the same way as um, Aleph. Cannot be connected to anything that comes after it. And you can see if you look at the three example words that the shape of D is the same in all three places. Many letters in Arabic comes in two versions. If you look at this letter called Dal, it looks almost like the one we just looked at, right? The only difference is the little dot above. And you will find today and next week um, that many letters come in these two versions. One with the dots and one without. And since the little dot is the thing that changes the whole pronunciation, in this case from D to the D and H together as in the English word there. It's very important both to remember to pronounce it when you see the dot and if you want to read it to sorry if you want to write it to add the dot so that you don't write something you're not planning to write. Just like um, the letter we just saw, dal, dal keeps its position. And as you can see in the middle word, ladith, um, it can be connected to letters that come before it, but not to the ones after it. Um, the next letter we're going to have a look at is the letter ra. Ra is pronounced as a normal R. For example, in radio or um, in uh, English, again it works just like the ones we've just we've seen um, earlier today. Cannot be connected to things that come after, but it can if some if a letter before it is a connecting letter. They is another example of these. Zay and Ra, I should say, is another example of these two letters where the dot is the only difference. Um, Zay is pronounced as a normal Z in English, as in zebra, for example. And it works like Ra. Can only be connected to things that come before it, not after. Wow, we've already had a look at, since it's one of these vowel sounds. It can be pronounced as the W in the beginning of the word worry, but as we said before it can also be pronounced as a vowel and in that case it's a long U sound as in the word fool in uh, English. And if you have a look at the three words written here you can see that as the other letters in the group it can be connected to things that come before in the middle word and the last word we can see that 
but it cannot connect to letters after it, as we can see in the first word to the right. The second group of letters can be connected on both sides, if, of course, the letter before it is a connector. Um, the two of them change their shape slightly when they are connected to other letters. The others, you can hardly notice it. Let's have a look at them. The first letter is the letter BA and it's pronounced as a normal B for example in the world in the word be in English or bean etc. If you look at it in the three different positions you can see that the shape is almost the same. In the first and the second examples when B is at the beginning and in the middle of a word the last part of it, the little tail, is connected with the next letter and you can't really see it. But at the end you can see the full tail and, it's, um, lo and it looks like when it's freestanding. Uh, ta is pronounced as T in English in uh, T for example. Um, if you have a look at this letter, you see that this one and the next letter we're going to look at have the same shape as B, but again the thing that distinguishes them from each other are, are the dots. B has got one dot below, T two dots above, and the next letter, THA, pronounced as the th in the word three has got three dots above. Okay, otherwise the shape is the same. In the beginning and the middle the tail is, slight, is connected to the next letter and at the end it looks like when it's freestanding. Now we've had a look this far at letters that look the same but have dots to distinguish them from each other. There's another thing with similar letters in Arabic. There are many letters that come in two versions. We've got two T, we've got two S, we've got two Z and so on. And this letter that we're going to look at now is a heavier version of T. It's called Ta and it's pronounced in the front of the mouth. Um, this T sound um, hasn't really got an equivalent in English or in Swedish, uh, but you have to think of it as a heavier or voiced version of T. Um, it's an easy letter to work with because the shape is the same in all three positions, beginning, middle and end. And, um, it can also be connected on both sides. Ta has a little friend looking the same, except it has a dot. This little friend of ta is called za. It's a voiced version of z, 
and it's pronounced a little bit like a mixture of D, H and Z at the same time. Um, if we look at the first word, it's pronounced dhar. So you can hear the D and the H and the Z being mixed together. And again, there is no good equivalent in Swedish or English that we can compare it with. Um, just like ta, it looks the same in uh, all three positions. The next letter is the letter noon. Easy and nice to pronounce. Noon is just like N in English, um, for example, in nice or never. Um, noon is a bit special because if you look at the shape it takes when it's in the beginning and the middle, it looks like the letter B. Remember we had ba and ta and sa in the beginning of this group and they all had this shape. However, they had dots in different places. right? Now, at the end of a word, as we can see in the word farhan, the noon takes back its um, the, the same shape it has when it's freestanding. So the tail goes under the line. So it's not like a B or a T here. It's got its own shape. The letter Ya we've seen before. This is, as you remember, one of these letters that can work both as a consonant and as a vowel. When it works as a consonant, it's pronounced as the Y in the beginning of yellow. Okay? But it can also sound like the vowel E in bean. If we have a look at the example words here, in the first word and in the second word, when we have the initial and uh, middle position, you can see that again this letter is a friend of B and T and THA. BA and TA and THA. It looks the same, but with the change of dots. However, in the final position, when it's at the end of a word, it goes back and looks like when it's freestanding.